Welcome to the Kid Men Podcast with Dr. Val and Dr. Virginia, where we talk about everything Kid Men. And pull back the curtain on some of the surprises and challenges in children's ministry that nobody prepares you for. I'm Dr. Val, and together we have over 45 years of experience in children's ministry. I'm Dr. Virginia. Valerie and I met over 10 years ago in our doctoral program at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. We are excited to share with you all the great stuff that we have picked up over the years. We want to minister to you, the children's minister. Welcome, friends. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited that you are here. Dr. Virginia, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you, Dr. Val? I'm really excited because I'm super excited about this episode Yeah, because Bible skills is one of my very favorite things. I love working with kids, helping them to learn more about the Bible and to Mm -hmm. just have that basic foundation of how to use and work with the Bible. Mm -hmm. And I think that so many times we don't take the time as much now doing that because we don't have Mm -hmm. as much time with the kids. And so that tends to kind of fall along the wayside, especially since kids don't typically bring Bibles with them to church as much anymore Mm -hmm. and things like that. So they use an app. And so it's like, I just scroll through and find the right book. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so I just, but, but for me, even though I know it's sort of like the old adage that they used to say with calculators, you know, they used to tell us when, when, when I was in school, it was (laughs) like, you have to learn how to do the math because you won't always have a calculator with you. And now we like hold up our phones and go, we always have a calculator with us now. But there are still, you know, Mm -hmm. things that it just helps your mind to be able to Mm -hmm. learn how to do on your own without a calculator. And I feel Mm -hmm. like it's the same way with the word of God. I think the more that we use it, the more that we touch it, the more that Mm -hmm. we're holding it, the more that Mm -hmm. we spend time with it, the better Mm -hmm. we understand it, the better we learn it, the more it becomes a part of who we are. Yeah. Amen. And so I think it's important for us to help our kids find time actually holding the word of God and learning the books of the Bible and learning Bible verses. Mm -hmm. And so I think anytime we can come up with some fun activities for this is a good thing. Yes, absolutely. And I'm super excited for this episode too. And I'm very appreciative that you just from you know, your years of, you know, training other children's ministry leaders and just your background that Val's got all this stuff, you know, (laughs) in planning this episode, I was like, oh, hey, do you want me to make this? Do you want me to make that? She's like, actually, I think I already have that. Actually, I think I already have that. So Val's got all the stuff already for doing tons of these Bible skills games. There is a (laughs) reason why I have a hundred containers in our garage and storage. (laughs) I don't have an office right now. I have hung on to a lot of these things. And and part of it's because I love taking them with me to conferences Mm -hmm. so that you can walk out with some practical things that you can do in a classroom because that's sometimes the most challenging. And for me, You know, so many of my Mm -hmm. ministry years were at small churches that really didn't have a budget for a lot of material. Mm -hmm. We might be able to purchase the leader guide, but we might not have been able to purchase the leader kit or Mm -hmm. we might not have you know, been able to. We didn't have the money to be able to do. And so I spent a lot of my early ministry years, especially Mm -hmm. coming up with things that I could make myself. Mm -hmm for my teachers to be able to use in the classrooms so that Mm -hmm. they had the opportunity to do activities with Bible skills. Just because I thought it was so important. And like I said, because, you know, we didn't always have the money to be able to buy the, you know, the fancy games and all the things. And so I've just sort of brought these along. I, I was telling Dr. Virginia at the beginning, when we were starting to record, I always feel guilty because, you know, One of the things that we learned in our programs in school is that we always cite our sources. Mm -hmm. And honestly, some of these things I have been doing for so many years, I don't even remember where they came from. Yeah, And so I, I, you know, a lot of it was, you know, from Bible study curriculum, like things from Lifeway, Mm -hmm. Bible skills, thrills and drills. A lot of things were from group material and, you know, just, I mean, I could go on different types of, you know, Christmas activity ministry things that I would pick up and I would find these little games and these little activities. And then I would just kind of take them and do other things with them. Yeah. And find Mm -hmm. other ways to use them. So I, you know, a lot of these things I can't say, oh, I saw this on 
These are, right. these are literally, I mean, almost all of the things that I'm going to be showing and we're going to be talking about today are things that I have been carrying around with me for years <laughs> and years because I have used them for years and years. Yes. And so, but we are hoping that this is going to be practical, useful, helpful information for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that there's a lot of people that listen instead of watching. So we're going to try to describe the items as well as we can too, as we go along today. But we are just hopefully going to give you some practical, mm-hmm. fun little activities that you can do with your kids. And even if you're normally a podcast listener on Apple or Spotify or mm-hmm. or whatever, um, this would probably be a good one to to hop over to YouTube and watch. Right. Um, because we are going to be holding up our items. I'm holding one in my hand right now. We are going to be holding up our <laughs> items and showing them to the yeah. video version. So, yes. so we will describe as best we can. But sometimes you got to see it for it to make sense. So. We will. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do our best. <laughs> but we we will we will probably refer you to pictures and things a lot. And also, just to let you know, I'm going to take some pictures of these items and we're going to post them on our Instagram page. And I'll put that link in the notes here on the YouTube video as well, so you can find that. But that way. You you can actually see some visuals of the entire activity because it's going to be kind of hard to see them all as we're holding them up. But hopefully that will give you some extra information as well. I thought that we would start with talking a little bit about pre-readers when you're working with preschoolers, Mm -hmm. because my heart is that we start helping preschoolers understand what the word of God is from the very beginning. And so I'm a big believer in having full Genesis to Revelation Bibles in every preschool class for them to be able to touch it and to look at it Mm -hmm. and to hold it when you're talking, you know, and I, and I know that they're going to do some tearing and some pulling. And I, I, I understand that. And we want to teach them to be respectful, but I think it's important that they know that the Bible is a book that they can use Mm -hmm. and not something that just sits on a shelf that you can't touch. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, if you are working with preschoolers that are pre-readers that, that can't mm-hmm. read yet, color matching is a great way to be able to help them learn some of these Bible skills. And so one of my favorite things that I have is I, at the dollar store, I bought this. It's one of, it's a, a votive candle holder. And so it's, I was just going to say, it's almost like a wood plank with right. five little holes where the candles go. Mm-hmm. And it can really be any <clears throat> length or size. It doesn't have to necessarily be five. It could have more because they do have mm-hmm. bigger ones than this. But you can, and again, I purchased this a very long time ago, but I see them all the time, like at dollar stores or, or at Walmart, that kind of thing. And so basically what I did was I just took construction paper colors and drew the circles out and cut them out and, and stuffed them down inside so that you can see the colors. And then what I have done is I've taken um, the ball pit balls and <laughs> I've written one word of the, and for preschoolers, I typically use Bible phrases as opposed to you know, word for word Bible verses, just because of the length of it. And so I've written one word of the Bible phrase on each of the balls. And so you match the orange to the orange. And so they, um, this way so you can see, so they would set the orange ball here and it's going to, no matter how I do it, I think it's going to end it backwards. (laughs) And then the next one is blue. And so the Bible Mm-hmm. is true. John 17, 17. And so basically what the preschooler is going to do is they're going to take the ball and they're just going to match the color. So they're going to put the orange ball where the orange color is, the blue with the blue. And then once they complete it, obviously they're not going to be able to read it, but you mm-hmm. read it to them. Mm-hmm. The Bible is true, John 17, 17. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of different activities that you can do with this. One of my favorite things to do, but now it, it can get a little crazy, but one of my favorite things to do is to take a blow up swimming pool, uh-huh. like a little blow up swimming pool <laughs> and put it in the classroom and then fill it with the ball pit balls, but mm-hmm. only have, you know, but, but the majority of them being blank and then mm-hmm. having the cult, the ones with writing mixed in with it. And then one at a time, the kids can jump into the pool because we're talking about, you know, two-year-olds and three-year-olds, but jumping into the pool and they have to find the ball that has writing on it. Mm -hmm. And then they take it and they put it here 
And then once it's complete, then you read it to them. Mm-hmm. The great thing about this too, is that with the <clears throat> color matching, you, if you don't have the votive holder, that's fine because all you need are just construction mm-hmm. paper colors. And you would put the construction paper on the floor in the order of the colors that you've written the verses on. And then they would just set the ball on top of the piece of construction paper on the floor. So you don't have to have the votive holder to, to be able to do it. Um, but you can do that with any kind of color matching, mm-hmm. any item that is a color that you can have something written on. The idea is that they use the color to put the verse in order. And then mm-hmm. you read the verse to them after they've put it together. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you had a popsicle stick version of that or. Of course you do. I do. <laughs> That was actually my next thing is that you can also make a popsicle stick puzzle that has the same concept. And basically what this one is, and you can do it with, with all sorts of different things, but this one, um, this, this one is second Corinthians 13, seven. So (laughs) if you take the craft sticks and you write the word for the verse in the center of the stick, and then you color the ends that, that match so that it's in order. So this particular verse is do what is right. And when I have the image for you to see, you'll see it all together. It's hard to put it together and show it this way. <laughs> but the idea is that the kids are matching the colors and tagging the colors to put it in order. And then after it's put in order, then you read it to them. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about this is that craft sticks are not very expensive. You can buy mm-hmm. a lot, you know, pretty, pretty inexpensively. And then you're just using the Sharpies to be able to make the different mm-hmm. verses. But you can also do this with books of the Bible if you wanted to, like have the books in order and have mm-hmm. the colors. So you're creating your own puzzle, but mm-hmm. they're doing it by matching colors as opposed to trying to put the words in order if they're mm-hmm. pre-readers. They can match the colors and then you read it to them when they have completed it. Because will you hold up one stick for us to see? Because mm-hmm. you've got, what? I was just going to make sure and point out that it's like the colors on each. So you have each mm-hmm. end of the stick, different colors. Right. That way the kids are putting those two like colors mm-hmm. on each end of those two right. sticks together. So the like do what and then is, is going to have green mm-hmm. on the left and then it's going to have blue on the right so that it can, can match. And again, it's so hard to do this. <laughs> this way. But like I up. said, there'll be an image. You'll see an image that'll have so that you can, can see the whole thing mm-hmm. uh, when we're, when we're finished with the episode, but it's basically creating your own puzzle based mm-hmm. on colors as opposed mm-hmm. to based on them being able to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do with preschoolers who cannot read yet Mm -hmm. to help them learn Mm -hmm. the books of the Bible and to learn basic Bible phrases Mm -hmm. or basic Bible verses. You know, Dr. Virginia has often said if they can memorize (laughs) the words to a Disney song, they they can can memorize memorize scripture. scripture. That's right. And so that's one of the things we like to use a lot of Bible verses set to song in our ministry. And I'm not going to sing any of them. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Or you're welcome, actually. Um, (laughs) So I'm not going to sing any of them, but we do use a lot of uh, scripture set to song. Mm -hmm. um, And there are different resources out there um, for that. And so so scripture set to song. Um, learning the books of the Bible set to song as well is another great way to memorize those, you know, well before children can read. Um, I, I memorized the books of the Bible when I was in preschool by a song. And still to this day, the song plays <laughs> through my head when I'm looking for particular books, yes. especially in the Old Testament. So I, you're like, I where's Nahum? Believe, Let me yeah, and then I start singing. Like, and I, honestly, I do. I believe with all my heart that some of those things that we learn as preschoolers, those mm-hmm. verses that we learn those songs that we learn are things that stay with us for our entire lives. And those are the things that come back when you're in those moments, you know, when you're in the hospital, when you're in the emergency, when you're in the crisis, Mm -hmm. those Mm -hmm. are the things that come back to our minds that give us comfort when we can't actually sit Mm -hmm. and look up references and Mm -hmm. find scripture. But it's those things that we have hidden in our hearts 
when we're so young that come to our minds. That is so, so valuable. Absolutely. And I, um, I also love doing hand motions. I do hand motions with just about everything. Uh (laughs) So kinesthetic learner, I love hand motions. (laughs) One of the things that we've been doing is we are in this school year. Um, we are learning through the new Testament. Mm -hmm. And so as we're going, we've been in the gospels and we're just now transitioning into acts. And so whenever I teach our preschoolers, because I teach um, threes, fours in kindergarten Mm -hmm. in our we worship time, um, we've got hand motions that we do every single time that I teach. And so we do Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And so the kids love doing that. And then every time, and it took us a while for them to start this, but every time they're like, faster, so like Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, faster, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. And so they love doing that. We just recently added X. Oh, very cool. (laughs) I love that. So we do all that and we do, and even, even before that, so we've kind of got like this whole little routine that we do. We talk about the Old Testament and the New Testament, how the Old Testament is before Jesus came to earth. The New Testament is all about Jesus and the Old Testament points us forward to the New Testament. And then we do our four gospels and now we've added Acts. And so it's just such a simple way. And the kids love doing it. And we love incorporating movement and motion. um, And it just helps them remember. And so, and as we go through the New Testament for the rest of this year. We're just going to keep adding books as we're learning them. Um, and eventually by the end of the school year, we'll have all the books in the New Testament memorized with our little hand motions. And and if you ask me, did I, where did I get those hand motions? Just out of my brain. I don't know. Right. Like, and oh, so, yeah. but there are, I'm sure lots of videos online and that sort of thing. Um, to have resources for ideas. And Mm -hmm. so I remember back years ago, and I haven't seen the resource in a very long time, but there used to be a whole program for kids called Walk Through the Bible that did did little things like it started off with Mm -hmm. creation, fall, flood, you know, like it went through like the basic Mm -hmm. and and it was hand motions with them. And Uh I love that. I thought it was so much fun because, Mm -hmm. um, and I know at my time, at the time I got that and did that with the kids and they loved it too, because it was that motion, you Mm -hmm. know, we learned in our doctoral program that there is a chemical that's released in our brains when we're in motion that helps with retention. You're going to mm-hmm. hear me say that a hundred times over the years if you've listened to us for very long, <laughs> because I love that fact, because yes. I think it's so important with children. It, yes. it shows that they can't sit and be still Mm-mm. and always learn the best way. Mm-mm. They they no. need to be up and moving and active mm-hmm. and that helps them. And so the hand motions mm-hmm. are perfect for that. And it just mm-hmm. really does. I, I love them. I enjoy doing them. I still have, there are certain <laughs> worship songs that when we do it in church, I yes. want to like, because I learned the song yes. with the hand motions with the kids. So I'm like going <laughs> like this, you know, because I want to do all the little hand motions with it. Oh, yes, absolutely. I think another thing that is is great for pre-readers is to work with letter tiles. Mm -hmm. I am a sucker for any kind of letter tile that I can find. You know, they have the bananagrams that you can get or you can just get the Scrabble extra. You know, you can find Scrabble um, Mm -hmm. boards that you can at, you know, thrift shops where you Mm -hmm. can pull tiles from. Um, literally had bags and bags of all just different kinds of letter tiles in my resource (laughs) room um, because I love them so much because there's so much that you can do with them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the great thing about them is that you can write a book of the Bible in large letters on a sheet of art paper or a a piece of construction Mm -hmm. paper and then have the tiles out for the kids to match the letter Mm -hmm. to the letter that's written. So like, for example, I have the, um, the tiles here for, um, for the book of Genesis. And so basically what you would just do is you would write Genesis on, uh, uh, in large letters on a piece of paper and then Mm -hmm. have the tiles on the table. And according to how old the kids are, it's according to how many tiles you have, Mm -hmm. you might Mm -hmm. only have the tiles just for Genesis, or Mm -hmm. you might actually mix a few or mix a lot according to their age and what they can handle. And then what they do is they search for each tile so that they Mm -hmm. can spell out the word itself. And then Mm -hmm. once they've spelled it out, then you read it to them. Genesis. Mm -hmm. That's the first book in the Bible. And then, you know, do that. So, and the great thing about letter tiles is that if you don't have the budget to be able to purchase tiles, they're super easy 
to make by just cutting up paper and just mm-hmm. you know, they, mm-hmm. obviously they're not going to last as long, but you know, if that's just a really inexpensive way to make tiles, it's just to cut up paper and to create your own mm-hmm. and because it works the same way. The idea is just giving them something that they're, that they're matching, that they can mm-hmm. just look at the shape or the color to match. Mm-hmm. And then you read it to them after they put it together or they complete mm-hmm. the puzzle. Um, and we'll talk more about letter tiles with older kids in just a little bit. But like I said, I'll, I love, they're some of my favorite things. <laughs> Another really great item that's inexpensive to, to create some activities with are ping pong balls. And so there's so many different things that you can do with them. But the idea that I have here is that I've written um, the books of the Bible on them. And one of the things that I really, I love to color code things a lot. (laughs) And so typically whenever I make a book of the Bible activity, no matter whether it's on craft sticks or if it's on ping pong balls or, you know, any of the other things I'm going to show you, uh, you know, that we do. Um, I try to do the divisions in certain colors, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are going to be purple. And then Acts will be a different color. Mm-hmm. And then the letters will be a different color. Mm-hmm. And so that way it just gives you options to mm-hmm. help the kids to be able, because then you can not only just talk about the, you know, like, okay, we're going to do the New Testament books in order, mm-hmm. but we're also going to talk about the divisions of the New Testament mm-hmm. book and, yep. and what they are. And so that, that helps them as they put things in order, especially as you have new readers working mm-hmm. on these activities, it helps them to be able to identify by color. So a lot of times if I'm going to do like New Testament and Old Testament, even I might have like all the Old Testament books written, you know, in, in blue ink and all the New Testament books written in red. Mm-hmm. And so the first activity is just for them to divide the yes. ping pong balls up according to color. Mm-hmm. And then they begin to put things in order. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I think is really important, especially when you're working in the books of the Bible, is that I don't ever expect the kids to automatically know them. Mm. Even the older kids, mm-hmm. because a lot of times you're going to have visitors in, in kids that come mm-hmm. that are brand new to the word of God. Mm-hmm. So I always had a books of the Bible poster in mm-hmm. every classroom. Mm-hmm. And I also made sure that anytime I was going to do a Bible skills activity, I had Bibles open to the table of contents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not that, that I wanted them to cheat. That's not the idea. The idea is I'm wanting them to learn. Right. So right. if they need that extra to be able to, right. to go, oh yeah, Matthew is New Testament. Yeah. I wanted them to have a quick way that they could right. look in the classroom to see that because I'm not trying to trick them. I'm not trying to test them. I'm right. trying to help them. Be Let them learn. To learn yeah. And so I don't mind if they look up at the poster, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to, to figure mm-hmm. it out. That's that's fine to me because the idea is that I want them mm-hmm. to, to learn. Mm-hmm. And so, but, um, but anyway, I do a lot of different things with the ping pong balls. Um, I, I said, one of my favorite things that I've done is that I've used like a cookie sheet and a straw <laughs> and put several different kinds of balls on the cookie sheet with the Old Testament, and New Testament. And then I would tell them, okay, leave all of the New Testament books on the cookie sheet, you know, use the straw to knock off the ones that are the Old Testament books so that they're having to kind of look and, you know, and you can't use Mm -hmm. your hands, you know, you have Mm -hmm. to either blow through the straw or you have to use the straw to flick it, or you have to, you know, you know, whatever you feel comfortable (laughs) with doing, Um, but it's, it's having them, you know, do that. Um, Also, a lot of times I will do things like have them just use it as, like have a circle on the floor that I've used that I've made with tape or a construction paper color. And they have to just separate and do it as a relay race where they have to take the New Testament ping pong balls and, or toss them into a mm-hmm. basket mm-hmm. or toss them into the circle um, mm-hmm. or roll them. Carry them with a spoon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many different kinds mm-hmm. of little races that you can do. And, and, and this is what I typically have done in the past. If I have enough kids to do a relay race, I make two sets of everything. Mm-hmm. So that it can be kind of a relay race, just so it's a little more fun for them and gets them a little more active. And also it, they're, they're a little more invested 
Mm-hmm. But if there, if I didn't have a class that was large enough to divide into two different groups, then I would set a timer and mm-hmm. have them do it the first time and time them and then encourage them to do it a second time faster. You know, yeah. it's, it's giving them those little, those, those little incentives mm-hmm. to get them excited about doing the, the different things. So, so ping pong balls, again, you can usually pick up packs of these at the dollar store, you know, at Walmart or, or somewhere yeah. in pretty inexpensive. And you can do the same with these that you do with the balls that we were, the, the ball pit balls, where you can write mm-hmm. one word of each first and have them put them in order or, mm-hmm. you know, um, have them. Um, one of the games that I really love, too, is to do it as a table and and have like cups at the end and they have to bounce the ping pong ball on the table and land in the cup. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You know, and nice. have like a New Testament cup and an Old Testament cup, and they have to, you know, right. get it especially for older kids, like for fourth, you know, yeah. fifth graders. You know, that's like a skill kind that's of. That's a good that challenge. Really, yeah. yeah. Like, super <laughs> easy to do. Um, so is so ping pong balls are another one of those fun things. And you know, we were talking about craft sticks earlier when we were talking about creating color matching puzzles for preschoolers. I just use craft sticks for so much. I literally just have boxfuls of different kinds of craft sticks because <laughs> I, I love using them um, because one, they're inexpensive, but two, mm-hmm. I can also create almost anything that I want to mm-hmm. with in a game for using the sticks. Mm-hmm. So like here, particularly, I have three different colors of craft sticks and I have three different Bible verses on them. Mm-hmm. And so typically I'm going to use these with older children Mm-hmm. Because we do need to make sure that the kids can read for this because these mm-hmm. are larger verses. They're they're not Bible phrases. They typically will be more like a full Bible verse. Um, and so the idea is that I do different things to have them separate out the verses and then put the verses together. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different ways that you can use them. Um, and, and some is just the very simple, you have them on the table, they just look at the verse, they put the verse in order, and then they read the verse to you or you read the verse to them. But also there are a lot of fun games that you can do where you can have each team, like you can hide mm-hmm. like the, the verses all in the classroom mm-hmm. and then you can assign them in pairs to look for certain colors, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, like mm-hmm. Virginia, you and Tommy look for the blue sticks you know, another group will look for the green sticks. Another group will look for the yellow sticks. And then once you get it to, you know, get all, collect all the sticks, mm-hmm. then you work together to put the verse together. Mm-hmm. And so you can do a lot of different things where you have the verses already written out, or you can just tell them, you know, that they have to find the reference, which I thought was on one of these, you know, once they find their reference, they have to look it up in their Bibles mm-hmm. and then, you know, match, you know, put the verse in order. Um, or you can use it like if you have had memory verses throughout a quarter, mm-hmm. have the, each of the memory verses from the quarter on it and they work together to remember the verses, you know, it's really according to what you've been doing with them, what you know, the mm-hmm. kids can do. Mm-hmm. The biggest piece of advice I have for leaders when they're working with their kids in Bible skills is to really know their levels mm-hmm. of what they can do. Mm-hmm. How well can they read? Mm-hmm. How well do they memorize? Mm-hmm. How often are they in class? Are they mm-hmm. there enough to have remembered other stories? Mm-hmm. That helps me decide how much help I'm going to give them, what kind mm-hmm. of clues I'm going to give them, what I can expect from them. Mm-hmm. Always knowing that at any point I could have a visitor that has no experience whatsoever with any right. of it. So I don't want right. it to be because one of the things that can be the hardest is if kids are frustrated yes. with activities, then yes. they are going to shut down and they're right. not going to learn from them. And again, mm-hmm. we're not cool. Right. So we want this to be fun. We want them to enjoy this and to learn these things and to do these things. And so mm-hmm. we want to make it as easy for them as possible, but still challenging them to keep their interest. And so that means you have to know your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you can use, again, it's the same. You could do divisions. When I do the, the Bible verses mm-hmm. on the color craft sticks, I use a different color for each division. So mm-hmm. again, it helps them just like we would do with the ping pong balls. 
where, you know, all of the gospel books are in green and then mm-hmm. acts in yellow and then all of the letters are blue, you know, so that that way that helps them. And again, mm-hmm. it gives me the opportunity to have all sorts of different activities where the kids are doing you know, a scavenger hunt where you have to find all the blue cups and these are hidden in the blue cups or you, you know, like coming up with these activities where they're moving, Mm -hmm. but they're looking for the items so that they can Mm -hmm. put the Bible verses in order so that it will help them to learn the verse. I love doing scavenger hunts like that. I love doing it with preschoolers too. I don't know what it is. It's like an egg hunts too. Like these things just tap into something in kids that just love finding things. And so, you know, they're never going to do that with their shoes or whatever when you're trying to get out the door at home. Oh, no. But you're right. Finding things that are hidden around the classroom is like so fun for kids of all ages. And I love doing that for different activities. I try not to overdo it, um, but I love doing that with different activities for kids, preschool and up. Mm -hmm. I love being able to do it. And when you Mm -hmm. can play hot and cold or you can do, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's so many different little Mm -hmm. things that you can do within these. But these are great. You know, we've, we've talked before about having activities that you just have in the classroom, yes. in the storage mm-hmm. you know, area that you can pull mm-hmm. out in a moment's notice. And for mm-hmm. me, craft sticks, yep. you know, I try to always have craft sticks with the books of the Bible in every classroom, mm-hmm. some Bible verses in every mm-hmm. classroom. So that if you are looking for that last minute thing to do, you have something mm-hmm. that you can do with them just pull that, out that you mm-hmm. can just pull out. And so for me, craft sticks are just right up there. With are them. the thing. Yeah. Cause we have another episode about low prep games, exactly right. what you're talking about. And this episode is focusing specifically on Bible skills games. Right. So right. our low prep games episode has a lot of like review games for like different ways that you can review the Bible lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas today we're focusing on, you know, memorizing the books of the Bible, the divisions right. of the Bible, memorizing scripture, that sort of right. thing, Bible skills. So, yeah. 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 So it's so much fun. I love it. <laughs> it is. It is. Another inexpensive item that I really enjoy using are clothespins. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is something that you can find at a dollar store or at Walmart or somewhere that is is inexpensive. But basically what I do is um, like for this, I've written the books of the Bible on the clothespins. And, um, for this again, I did the colors. So you have the, the books are in this color. I've got axes in orange in this, and then the gospels are in purple. Um, but basically I just have a full set and there are so many different things that you can do with these mm-hmm. because you can just have them just stack them in order, just on the table, just in a row, just mm-hmm. lay them out. Um, Because you can also always like attach them to one another. But um, one of my favorite things to do is to just set a string between two chairs, like hook a string on each side Mm -hmm. of two chairs and stretch it across. And then basically as a, as a relay race or just uh, them working together, they just take the clothespins and they pin them onto the string in order. Mm Mm-hmm. And then once one of the things that I always do with most all Bible school activities at the end of the activity, whether it's a relay, whether it's a scavenger hunt, you know, we're going to we're going to talk about some of those things here in just a little bit. But I always try to make sure that they read out loud whatever mm-hmm. they put together. Mm-hmm. So that way they're getting not only thinking through Matthew, Mark, Luke, right. John, Acts, but then they're saying at the end, once it's completed, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts you know, Mm -hmm. so that they're getting that. And again, the great thing about having the colors set up is that I can choose to do this in any way. If I just want to work on a specific division, like if Mm -hmm. I just want to work on the gospels, then I can just have the four clothespins that are the gospels, or I can do all of the new Testament if I want to, Mm -hmm. or just part of it in sections. However, I, you know, want to pull it because it gives me those options of very quickly being able to divide them out and Mm -hmm. and to be able to have them ready for whatever. And again, this is another one of those things where it's the relay race going down to put them on there, having them in a bag and they have to pull, you know, them out and figure Mm -hmm. out, you know, what order to place them in. You know, just, there's so many different things that you can, that you can do with them. 
<laughs> One of the other thing that's really important is that the, the clothespins are really better for the older elementary yes. kids. Yeah, uh, because we don't want them to hurt themselves with them because right. kids are going to pinch and poke and and do that right, on, you know, right. On, obviously there's going to um, be some kid that's going to put it on his nose some kids yeah. going to put it on his ears so yeah, yeah. and elementary <laughs> kids can handle doing that a little bit better than yeah. preschoolers can yes. so yes, yes i tend to use the craft sticks with the younger children and things like this i older. reserve more for the older kids mm -hmm. so. another one of my favorite inexpensive items um, are actually pool noodles. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> am one of those crazy people. I can remember when I first left an office and moved all of my things home. You know, I had these big containers of pool noodles and my husband was like, we don't have a pool. Do we really need? And I was like, no, you don't know no, what I use we these do for. We need them. <laughs> need them because um, I love using pool noodles. And we were talking about how there's nothing new under the sun. I can mm -hmm. remember the first time that I did this activity was I was teaching at a summer camp for a couple of weeks and I had a pool noodle for a different activity we were doing with balloons and the pool noodles. And it just, for some reason, hit me, oh, you know what I could do? I could, you know, cut them and write Bible verse words on them and have the kids put them in order. Mm -hmm. And um, and I was just so proud of myself because I thought I had come up with this wonderful idea. And it wasn't too long after that that I noticed that there's like a billion different ways on Pinterest <laughs> that people have used these. So again, I don't know how I saw it and it stored it away somehow. And I just remembered, mm -hmm. but I do love to use pool noodles. Basically what I do is I cut them into about an inch and a half. Um, sections. And that's the only thing about them that you do have to be careful with. They're, they're not always super easy to cut. I mean, you can even see here, this one's not very even. Um, they're not always super easy to cut. You can use scissors, but it's hard. Mm -hmm. My favorite, and, and they do have like hot knives that people use mm -hmm. for this. It's like super simple, but I never mm -hmm. spent the money on a hot knife. Um, basically I just, I had a hacksaw, uh, one of those mm -hmm. just little baby hacksaws that I carried mm -hmm. with me. I had a little bag, I put it in and stuck it in my conference stuff. And uh, so that was, of course you carried around a hacksaw. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> way, I would just have it, to cut, you know, like at camp, if we were at camp mm -hmm. or wherever we were, mm -hmm. if I decided I wanted to use pool noodles for something, I would just use my little, I'd measure it out and mark it and use my little hacksaw. Uh, but basically the idea is that the entire verse, and again, this one's for older kids. So it's, it's a lot of um, like this one's, this particular one, Psalm 119, 11a. One word of each verse is on each section of the pool noodle. And I've used these a couple of different ways. Um, one, and I know this is going to sound really strange, but again, at the dollar store, I would buy um, plungers. So they were brand new. They were cheap, but they were brand new. So they'd never uh -huh, been used. Uh -huh. And yep, I usually yep, covered yep. the base of it with something like a little cloth or something. So the kids didn't really like process exactly what it was because or if they did they just made fun but yeah, um, yeah but I love them because it didn't matter like I said a lot of these I used at camp so it was mm -hmm. nice because it gave me the stick and it, it was a base that was solid mm -hmm. so it wouldn't fall over because I've tried to do like the dowel rods in rocks and buckets and things like that and I have never been super successful mm -hmm. at making them sturdy enough mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the plunger it it, yep. it, it stays <laughs> And so basically what the kids do is that they put the verse in order on the plunger so that, mm -hmm. you, so that the first word is at the top and the reference is down at the base mm -hmm. and then they put it in order and then they read the verse when they've completed the relay race or the, you know, whatever the activity happens to be. Um, and so um, I always loved those the, using the plungers for like ring toss kind of games mm -hmm. and things like that. Just, you know, yes. so it comes in handy for a lot of different things, even though it does sound a little <laughs> odd, um, but that is typically what I've used those for. But also one of the things that I have done with them is that I've cut a little slit in the, in one side, and again, I can use this as a string. I can place a string between two chairs mm -hmm. or, you know, if you've got something on the walls or some way that you can do like a clothesline. Mm -hmm. And then basically what they do is they just hook it onto the string through the slit that you made in the side. And again, you just put it in order from left to right and then have them read it after they've put it in order. 
Um, and again, this can be a relay race. It can be, you know, there, there's, these are easy to toss. If you wanted to make it a tossing game into a basket, mm -hmm. um, again, you could do the books of the Bible mm -hmm. with different colors of pool noodle so that you can do that in order. They also stack really well, like just to, you know, if you've cut them evenly and even though I have not cut those evenly, they still stack pretty well. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't have a rod or a string, they could just stack them on a table. Mm -hmm. But this is just a really easy to make. And again, you, you know, you can get the pool noodles so cheaply. I just always kept a big stack um, in our resource room of different colors mm -hmm. whenever I could catch them, especially if I catch them on sale. But the mm -hmm. dollar tree usually, or a dollar store usually has them. Right. And then you can do several verses because it, you know, they're pretty long. So mm -hmm. cutting them in in thin strips, you can you can make several verses out of just one, mm -hmm. um, as long as you've marked and cut them right. So. And this is a resource that I wanted to share with you guys. These are um, little books of the Bible. They're called books of the Bible flashcards. Um, this came from Amazon. Um, a box of 12 of them was about $20. Um, so they are relatively inexpensive. Mm -hmm. They are already color coded, as you can see, um, already color coded. Um, they are numbered. And so this is a great way to where if you're maybe not a crafty person and you're like, oh, I love all these ideas, but oh, sawing apart a pool noodle. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm intimidated by that or worried about that or whatever. Right. Um, this is just a great, relatively inexpensive resource mm -hmm. that you can just order off of Amazon in bulk right. um, that's already separated into colors. And so you can still play different color games. Mm -hmm. um, it's on this little ring to where you can take them off the ring and you can pull out just like what you're saying, certain divisions and have the kids put them in order or um, you know, New Testament, Old Testament. And so, so I just thought this was a great, um, resource that you could still play a lot of these color type games yeah. with, um, and already have something that is relatively inexpensive. That's mm -hmm. already pre-made right. as well. And on the yeah. back, it's got like the authors, the number of chapters, a little bit of like tidbits of information about the books. And so, so something like this is just a good resource to have in your back pocket oh, yeah. as you are <laughs> assembling these different, um, games and activities to have around. I love that you can, you can either focus on the numbers, you can focus mm -hmm. on the color, you can focus on the words, you can focus on the trivia on the back, like have, you know, like, and then have them, you know, there's so many different activities and games that you can pull from just those cards. And so mm -hmm. that's awesome. Uh, but it's also, also, I think it's really cool because it's also something that if you didn't have the money to purchase those, that you could mm -hmm. just take construction paper mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and make pretty easily mm -hmm. with just the basics. And so right. I think it's a great idea. Another uh, one of the games that I love doing with kids actually is um, using an egg carton. And so basically what I've done here, and again, I wish I could remember. I mean, I've done this for so many years. I don't remember <laughs> where I saw it the first time. Uh, but basically in the egg carton, I have written letters that are the first letters of books of the Bible. So, um, so I try when I'm thinking of the letters to put in a particular egg carton, if I'm thinking, you know, New Testament, then it's going to be all, you know, letters that start with New Testament, Old Testament, or if I'm mixing, mm -hmm. but I'm trying to think of letters that are going to give me more than one option. Mm -hmm. I might do one letter that's just a one book mm -hmm. letter, but mm -hmm. I try to, you know, to give that. Mm -hmm. And then I basically take a button or a small little rock Mm -hmm. And what the kids do is that they put that in the egg carton, close it, and then they shake it. It makes that satisfying little clanky it sound. It does. <laughs> and then when they open it, they look at what letter the button or the rock is in. And this one landed on the R. So then whoever, you know, whoever's turn it was to shake it would say R and then all of the rest of the kids would take their Bibles and open up their Bibles and go to a book that starts with the letter R. Mm -hmm. And then the first person to have their finger on just any page of the, you know, of the book of the Re of book of revelation, then, mm -hmm. you know, then they've won that particular round and then they get to come up and shake the egg carton mm -hmm. for the next letter. And sometimes it'll be the same letter. And according to the age of the kids and according to their abilities mm -hmm. is how I determine the rules of the game. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, if <laughs> if they are older kids, then I might have them go to the first page. It has to be the first page that they open right. up the book to. Right. Or if I if they get R a second time, 
or if they get a letter a second time, then they have to choose a different book if they can from the first one that they've chosen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so you, you can change the rules up mm-hmm. according to their age and to their ability. Um, and I've always told the kids they can use the table of contents because I love teaching. That's one mm-hmm. of the things that I do every time I do a Bible skills activity where they're using their Bible. I make sure I show them where the table of contents is mm-hmm. so that they can find books more easily. Mm-hmm. But I always say you can use the table of contents if you need to you know, to find it. But, and so it's that idea. And then I don't, we don't go on to the next round until all of the kids have found a book. Mm -hmm. So if there are kids that are struggling with it, other kids can help them, you know, once Mm -hmm. they found theirs or you can help them. But the idea is that they're using their Bibles, they're opening them. Mm -hmm. They're talking about the first, and, and like I said, you can do different sets of egg cartons according to what you're working on at that particular time. Mm-hmm. It only use certain letters or certain, but I, I, this is one of the games that the kids love and I love and it gets them to their Bible. <laughs> so it's one of my favorite. Another item that I have a lot of are <laughs> the, the, the plastic cups. We, we know them most well as solo cups, but um, they're basically just the plastic drinking cups. Mm-hmm. And again, in this particular set, I've color coded um, yeah. all, the gospel, all the gospels are in blue. Revelation is in green. Acts is in purple. Um, but I have the whole stack of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And so I have them written on the bottom of the cups. And there are just an unlimited amount of games that you can do with this. Again, putting them in order. Mm-hmm. Again, sub- separating them by color and then putting mm-hmm. them in order by division. Um, again, relay races are are huge. I've I've done some games where I've put these on the table and given ping pong balls, and they have to knock the cup of the New Testament books off the table and mm. leave the Old Testament books on the table. Yeah. Or, like those, you know, different different kinds of games like that. Um, but honestly, the favorite thing for the kids to do is to cup stack. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, where they put the cups in a pyramid with a base. Uh-huh. Um, and I just have them do them. Usually when I do that, I give them a couple of rounds of just stacking. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, or just get out of your cups. system. Yeah. <laughs> you know, start with a base of five, the uh-huh. first person to the top, you know, wins go and just have them do it and, you know, let everybody get a chance to do it just so that they do it. Mm-hmm. And then the second time they have to do it in order where the base starts with whichever, like if it's starting with mm-hmm. the new Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. Mm-hmm. And then they have to do them in order as they're going up um, because that's just that the kids, the kids love to cup stack. It's something mm-hmm. they really enjoy doing. And so it's just a lot of fun. Um, and you can just do these with just a set of one color and just writing, you know, on um, the thing about the solo cups, that's kind of nice that I like is that honestly with cup stacking, one of the problems that you have is sometimes the cups get stuck together and some of the smaller, like if you get the smaller mm-hmm. cups, yeah, they tend to, to get a vacuum seal mm-hmm. or I was really frustrated because one time I bought a set of stacking cups because I was oh, really yeah. wanting to do something like special. And I bought the set and they would stick together and the kids mm-hmm. couldn't they would pull them apart. The yeah. Apart. The thing <laughs> I love about the solo cups is that they, they don't tend to, to vacuum seal mm-hmm. themselves together as much. So they're a little bit easier to maneuver mm-hmm. and to use. But there's just like a million different things that you can do with them. And so just having a set in the classroom from with all the books of the Bible on them. Mm-hmm. Or again, you could do the same thing with writing one word of the verse on mm-hmm. each cup and having them stack or put them in order um, on the table or or however. But that's always a great thing to do. All right. We have talked way too much about Bible school. <laughs> this is going to be one of our longer episodes, I think, at this point. Um, but we were just really excited to share different mm-hmm. options. There are so many different games and activities that you can do with these. We've already mentioned relay races. I love doing relay races. They're they're, you know, pretty easy to, to do and to set up and, mm-hmm. and they're, they can be walking relay races. You, you set the parameters for what you are allowing the kids to do. We've talked about playing hide and seek, hiding mm-hmm. into these items so that they have to yeah. search them around the room. Um, I love to, scavenger hunt is a little different from hide and seek in that with hide and seek, they can just be anywhere. With scavenger hunt, these items are typically hidden in another item in the room. So they're mm-hmm. looking for certain things or they're Mm -hmm. looking in certain areas for things. So you're giving Mm -hmm. them sort of another list of things to look for. And then they're finding 
the items that they're going to mm-hmm. be matching or doing, you know, somewhere in the room. Another favorite of mine is an obstacle course. Mm, yeah. I love setting up obstacle courses, chairs that they have to crawl under, you know, strings that they have to step over, hopscotch on the floor for them to have to jump through. But the idea is that they're taking, you have all of the items on one end, mm-hmm. one at a time, the kids have to go through the obstacle course with the item and leave it at the other end at the finish line. Mm-hmm. And then once their group gets everything to the end, then they put them in order. So mm-hmm. it might be popsicle sticks they're carrying, or it mm-hmm. might be several cups that they're carrying, or it, you know, it might be just construction paste paper cards or something. But basically they're working through an obstacle course to put the Bible verse or the books of the Bible in order at the end and then mm-hmm. leave them down. The craft sticks with the books of the Bible on it and then drop them on the floor like pickup sticks. Mm-hmm. And so you play a game of pickup sticks where they can't, you know, they can't move, you know, they're trying to pull the sticks out without moving any of the other sticks. And then once they have completed the game, they put whatever the sticks have on them in order. So again, there's like a million of these little <laughs> kinds of games that you can come up with that have these items to use where the purpose is to put mm-hmm. the Bible verses in order and read mm-hmm. them aloud or to put the books of the Bible in order and then read them aloud. Mm-hmm. Well, we really hope that this episode has been helpful for you. Maybe it's it's kind of started off your creative train of thought on some things that you can do with your kids to help them spend a little bit more time in the word of God. I do know personally, I feel like that the more I look at material that I'm given to teach a lesson with kids, Bible skills are fewer mm-hmm. and fewer in the list of activities that we do mm-hmm. with them. And I don't know if you've noticed that Dr. Virginia as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like that there are a lot of really great material out there that I end up supplementing mm-hmm. a Bible skills activity with. I think that they're great, like start of a class activities while you're waiting for everybody to get there. Yes. They're great end of the class time activities mm-hmm. when you are waiting for everybody to be picked up or you're waiting mm-hmm. for the transition to the next class. They're great supplemental activities mm-hmm. when an activity doesn't work super well or the kids do it really fast. So I think these are basic things that you can have in your storage box mm-hmm. ready to pull out and go at any moment, but it's also going to help kids know more of the word of God. Amen. Thank you again for spending time with us. Be sure to like and subscribe and check out all of our social media feeds. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear some ideas on things that you would like to see us do and any suggestions of things that you might need help on. We want to be able to meet you where you are. You guys all have a great week and we will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.